It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. Time for another Plan with Dan podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Dan Betzel. He's the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area. Dan has an office in Gahanna near the airport. And boy, do we have a good podcast on the way for you today. This one is called Storytime, and the headline is In the Nick of Time. So, Dan, occasionally somebody, you know, they meet with an advisor just in, you know, the nick of time, as the expression goes. I want to hear about maybe a couple of times where a client was about to have a bad financial mistake. They were about to commit a bad misstep in their finances, but it was averted because they came and met with you. So tell us about how you help somebody in the nick of time, maybe a couple of stories here, and you are able to help them avoid, and not necessarily a bad financial mistake here, right? I mean, this isn't necessarily doom and gloom, but where maybe right. <laughs> where maybe their perception was changed. They thought they should do A, and you actually showed them that taking course B, C, or D was the better option for them. Certainly, you're, you're overflowing with stories of this nature. Uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward today to sharing with the listeners Perhaps you know one of my core values, one of our firm's core beliefs, and how we approach holistic financial planning, and uh, it's really about finding the proper balance, you know, between living for today and planning for the future. And you know, I, I've been privileged to meet with. I mean, I don't want to over-exaggerate it, but it feels like thousands. Maybe it's only been hundreds, but hundreds of people of couples. And you know, I find that most of them fall into one or two categories. You know, perhaps they are so focused on the future that they save, 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 and there's nothing wrong with saving and investing. I mean, I've dedicated you know my professional life to that, but it is possible that you know any virtue carried to an extreme can become a vice. You know, where you just save, 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 and you're always looking for the future. And then on the other hand, there are people that you know, spend, spend, spend today, and they enjoy everything that's possibly available to them, but they really have no plan for the future. And I want to talk about finding and sharing with you a couple stories about finding the balance between the two. And I have, I have maybe three stories I'll share with you if I could, if that's okay. The first one, uh, I'll never forget this. It was a, a relatively young couple. I know young is relative, right? But maybe in their 30s, professionals, they were doing everything that you need to do. You know, they were paying off their house very quickly. They were maximizing their contributions, you know, to their 401ks at work. They had the proper insurance in place in case something were to happen. And they were saving for their kids' college. I mean, it was like, you know, a textbook example of everything you should be doing. And they made an appointment to see me, and I wasn't quite sure why. And they come in, and, you know, this is a great couple. They get along great, but there was some tension between the two of them. And I was kind of surprised. And so as the story unfolds, uh, the company that the husband worked for, he had gotten a very, very nice bonus, you know, like close to $20,000. I mean, that's that's nice. a great bonus for anybody, for right? That, for that age especially, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's right. And there was tension between the two. So the husband, if I could simplify, his position was, we need to invest and save every single penny of this. And the wife was, you know, we have been working nonstop, you know, since we both put our, they, each, they put themselves through college, they got married, they just had their third child, you know, and she says, I want to take not all the money, but a portion of the money, and I want to go to Disney World. And so I listened to them, and 
I kind of think between you and me, Walter, I think the husband thought I was going to side with him. <laughs> but as I listened, <laughs> I thought, you know, I really can see, you know, the wife's point. And we begin to talk. And after, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, I think he was able to see that there's a time in your life, you know, when the kids are a certain age, you know, that a trip like Disney World is is magical, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about myself now, my, you know, my daughter's almost 30, my son's in his 20s. I mean, we could go to Disney World now and it would be a great time, but it's nothing like taking, you know, eight, nine, 10 year olds who still believe in all the magic, right? And we were able to come out with a plan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, Dan, are you saying you don't yeah. believe in the magic of, <laughs> of Disney I do, World? I do believe in it, but it's a little different. That's a good. So we were able to come out with a plan, right, to find the balance in the balance. In other words, you know, the wife wasn't saying, I want to fly down to Florida first class and stay in the fanciest hotel, you know. But we have come up with a budget, you know, where they were going to take their first family vacation and really, really enjoy themselves and they didn't need all the money, of course, for that. You can do it prudently. And they were able to take, you know, a portion of it and take this great trip and take the rest of it, you know, and invest it, you know, basically for the kids. You know, they, they made nice deposits into the kids' uh, accounts that were being targeted for their college. So I really, I really just thought that was an amazing experience. And I, I wouldn't think it was because of me. All what I did is I created the space for them to truly explore, you know, finding the balance in their life and what would make this wonderful bonus the most meaningful for them, both currently and in the long term. So I, that's one story. What do you, I just, that makes me feel really great when I think about that story. Well, I think it's interesting because, you know, you, you start thinking about, on this podcast in particular, we're often thinking about retirement and planning for the future. And that does seem to go against the general thought process of, you know, oh, good financial principles. You, you get a large sum of money, right? Then you better not think about, think twice about what to do with it, throw it into savings and pretend like it never existed seems to be sort of the general rule of thumb there. That would be the wisest course of action. But I think you do a good job of illustrating why sometimes that's not the right mentality to approach. And neat that we can learn lessons that aren't, you know, we can talk about retirement in the lens of, you know, being in our 30s and not necessarily always having to be right on the cusp of retirement. And there's still big decisions to be made early on. I'm just struck by how the importance of decision making throughout the timeline really carries through here. So... That, that's think, neat. It's a good story. I think it's so true. Now, also, I'd point out, remember, this this couple was doing everything right. You know, the only debt they had was the house, and they were aggressively, been aggressively saving for years and years. It might be a different outcome, you know, if you have a lot of debt or, or you know, something else like that. But they didn't. You know, on the other hand, I, I think of another story that – and it's not that it's sad. It's just that perhaps I wished that he had made some different choices. But it's actually someone that I, I really respected, and, and I really um, – both a client and I would say almost like a mentor or a friend. But, you know, his focus was – saving, saving, saving. And he saved, he was very frugal and he did, you know, although he didn't have a great paying job, he was a blue collar worker that maybe didn't make a lot of money. We would all probably agree on that. He did amazing with what he did make. You know, he was able to put his kids through school and, and he was saving money and he was doing everything great. And he always talked about the future, you know, what he was going to do when he retired. And, uh, he didn't really like his job that much. And he really couldn't wait to retire. And finally, the day came and and he retired. And it was one of those really poignant stories. So he retires, 
He's going to start his vacation, his first vacation, going to Florida with his wife. They go to Florida. I think they're gone for a couple weeks. You know, the day he comes back from vacation, he comes back to Ohio. That evening, he's at home with his wife watching TV. And unfortunately, he has a heart attack, you know, and he passes away. And, Ooh. you know, it, it's sad that he really didn't get to enjoy all of those years of hard work and discipline. Now, on the other hand, he was a great provider. He left his wife money. And, you know, there's, there's something to, certainly to be said for that. But there's also something to be said for perhaps along the way, taking just a little time, you know, to enjoy yourself and to reward yourself for the hard work that you're doing. You know, and, and not everybody would agree with me, but I think that makes me and our firm's core values just a little bit different. You got to find the balance between the two. There's that saying about uh, stopping and smelling the roses that's probably onto something there. Yeah, I really think it is. And, you know, um, I think my third story is actually last year was my was my 35th anniversary. So my wife and I went on one of those river cruises. You know, we we flew to Munich and we got on the riverboat in Passau and went to Vienna and Budapest. And, you know, I, I'm still, I'm pretty, even that was an amazing vacation, I'm pretty frugal in the sense that, you know, I didn't go on one of the uh, the really expensive ones that, you know, there you always hear about on TV. I actually went on a, a German boat called Phoenix. Ooh. And it was amazing, right? So, I mean, we're talking amazingly, maybe 40% of what, like, the, the big ones you see on TV, what they cost. But nevertheless, the first thing that shocked me, you know, and we're in our 60s, uh, early 60s, is that we were some of the youngest people on the boat. And um, that was fun and nice, and everybody was great. But when we would go to the various destinations, you know, I noticed that some people, they weren't even physically able to get off the boat. They just had to stay on the boat. Now, the boat's beautiful. Don't You can't feel too sorry for them. You know, you're, you're, the boat's docked up, you know, looking at a beautiful castle, and there's great food and, and all kinds of amenities on the boat. But, you know, they couldn't get off the boat. They couldn't ride the bus, you know, to the path, you know, that's going to take you up to the castle. And some people could ride the bus, and they could get off the bus, and they could wait at the bottom of, of the hill, the mountain. And there was maybe maybe just 10 of us who could actually, you know, not only ride the boat, ride the bus, get to the path that led up pretty steeply up to the top of the castle, get to the top of the castle and look back down at the river. I mean, and I was like, wow, there really is something to be said, you know, when you're a little bit younger and you still have your health about you, that you're able to enjoy, uh, you know, again, prudently, not in a crazy way, but you're able to enjoy yourself. Because I don't know, you know, in 10 years, 15 years, you know, I might be one of those people that won't be able to climb to the top. I don't know. But again, it would, it's all about, I believe, finding that balance between living for today and planning for tomorrow and, and, and taking the time to really, you know, enjoy every every step and every phase of your life. So I hope that helps people and gives them some insight into maybe a different way to think about financial planning. All great stories, I think, Dan, and uh, very, very helpful how, you know, meeting with a financial advisor, it's not just, you know, I guess too often we equate that, hey, you need to go find a financial advisor, someone to help you plan for retirement. We too often equate that to, you know, I, I guess the other definition of in the nick of time, and that would be like right before you retire. But these planning steps are lifelong decisions that it could be something a year before retirement, 10 years before retirement, or maybe you're in your 30s making decisions. I think it illustrates it's good to have a relationship with a financial advisor over a period of time throughout lots of different life decisions, because it all ends up being connected in the end, doesn't it? Absolutely. 
Yeah. So I know you offer on the podcast from time to time, Dan, the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that you've put together. How does that toolkit help people learn a little bit more about financial planning and some of the things that they need to know that we've sort of talked about and addressed some of the questions we've had pop up during the stories you told us today on the podcast? You know, I think that's a great question and thank you. But the the Retirement Rescue Toolkit has basically uh, three gifts that I would love to give to you. The first is a is a booklet or a book, about 80 pages or so. It's very easy to read called Secrets to a Tax-Free Retirement. You know, and some of these secrets, I talk about seven of them, but some of them, you know, are best to know about and to start implementing, you know, in your 20s and 30s. So it's not just for people that are, you know, 60 years old. I also have a, a CD that gives you more information um, about, you know, prudent investing along the path, you know, during the various phases, you know, of your investment career. And um, I have also have a, a four-page uh, article in there that talks maybe a little bit more about the behavioral finance aspects and, you know, how you maybe give you some ideas how you can think about investing, think about money, think about your life. And if you would like to get a copy of that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, this is actually uh, some physical materials that you can get in your hands. Here's a couple of ways to do it. The old-fashioned way, you can pick up the phone and call Dan to request that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, 614-472-4510 is the number. That's 614-472-4510. You can go to BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, and you'll see the link there on the homepage that'll give you the instructions on how to order that toolkit. By the way, the toolkit is free, so just because I say the word order doesn't mean you're actually having to pay for it. Dan's providing this resource for free if you're interested in it. BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, or this might be really easy, whether you're on your smartphone or a computer, just look at the description of today's show wherever you access that, whether it be iTunes or Google Play or, or maybe it was on the website, and there's a link right there in the show description that you can click on that'll allow you to order the toolkit from your smartphone or from your computer as well. So lots of different ways that you can get your hands on that toolkit, put in your information, and Dan will make sure that you get a copy of that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Very, very helpful. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Coming up next time, we're going to start a two-part series. It's going to be about financially savvy grandparenting, how you can help raise financially savvy grandkids, or maybe even still pass some lessons on to your kids as well. How can you help the next generation become good stewards of their money? We're going to talk a little bit about how you can do that as a retiree or a pre-retiree coming up on the next couple of podcasts. Should be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll have some good suggestions and advice for you around the corner. So be sure to come back and join us for that Financially Savvy Grandparenting next time here on the Plan with Dan podcast. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.